from the Richard A. Brown Nipty Radio Recording Studios, high above 107 Columbia Street in the heart of Uptown Downtown Albany. Welcome to this week's edition of the Nipty Practice Tips. Thank you, Johnny, and welcome everyone to this special edition of the Nipty Practice Tips. It's special because this is our 100th practice tip, and I have to thank Mr. Marconi and all the rest of the crew have been so important in being able to present to you all these tips. Now today, our practice tip deals with part of the new law that we are going to be dealing with pretty extensively over the next few months. Today, we're starting with a little piece of the speedy trial law and the effect of the new discovery law it will have. So, let's get started. Come January 1st of 2020, the changes in the world of New York speedy trial law will be significant. No longer will the people be permitted to announce their readiness for trial prior to supplying the defense with mandatory discovery pursuant to CPL 245. Until 2020, the law requires the defense to serve the people with a demand for discovery. After the people's response, the defense moves for discovery of the material the people did not supply upon the demand. The time used for the defense filings, the people's responses, and the court's decisions are excludable speedy trial time pursuant to CPL 30.4a. Because the new discovery statutes are self-initiating, requiring the people to supply discovery without a demand or motion by the defense, this time will no longer be excludable under any of the 3030 subdivision for exceptions, nor will the people be able to stop the clock with a statement of readiness prior to the filing of a certificate of compliance. However, the defense will still make demands for and move for a bill of particulars, dismissal upon inspection of the grand jury minutes, and suppression of evidence. These motion times will still be excludable pursuant to CPL 3030 subdivision 4A. As noted, and let's take a special look at this, the new statutes have not altered the rules that govern the defense motions to suppress evidence, CPL 71060. The defense is still required to move in writing for suppression and in the alternative for a hearing to litigate their claims of law enforcement impropriety that should result in the suppression of various forms of evidence. The time taken upon the filing of these motions for the people's responses and the court's decision on the issues is still excludable pursuant to CPL 3034A. The people should require the defense to comply with the bare minimum of the statutory prerequisites for a hearing and not simply consent to one when there may not even be a legitimate basis for suppression or a hearing. The new statutes permit the people to move for protective orders that remove their obligations to supply certain discovery. See CPL 245.20 
and 245.70. The time for the determination by the court upon the filing of the application for this exemption should be excludable as motion practice time. Again, pursuant to CPL 3034A. Remember, all the reasons for excludable time found in 3030 subdivision 4 do not require the people to have previously announced their readiness in order for these subdivisions to be applicable in establishing an excludable period. The new legislation has not removed any of these bases for an adjournment to be excludable. Since the new statutes are giving the defense innovative avenues to pretrial information, their motions taking advantage of these changes should also stop the clock while they are being litigated. People are permitted to extend the period of time for supplying discovery and still be in a position to file a notice of readiness by establishing good faith, diligent efforts to secure the needed discovery. There are also analogous situations to which 3030 subdivision 4G, known as the Exceptional Circumstances subdivision, will apply to stop the clock. An example of this is the extended time it takes for the people to secure proper DNA testing results. If the people demonstrate due diligence, the extended period it takes for the labs to perform the needed testing will be excludable under this subdivision. Please see the Court of Appeals decision of People v. Clark from 2016 and an example from the First Department, People v. Hamilton, case where leave was denied by the Court of Appeals in 2018. Most courts are accustomed to setting a motion schedule at the time of the defendant's arraignment on an indictment. In so doing, the time for these motions will be excludable from the outset of the case, even though the people are not permitted to announce their readiness. It will obviously be beneficial to the people for the court to continue this practice of setting an early motion schedule for all those other motions that are not affected by the change in the discovery statute. It is imperative that you remember it is the people's burden to assure the record clearly reflects who is responsible for an adjournment or that a set of circumstances exist that will make the time excludable when the court is ruling on a defense speedy trial motion to dismiss. For example, when the defense wishes to consider a plea offer and is willing to waive speedy trial time, this must be so stated on the record. Any consent adjournment by the defense must be clearly acknowledged by the defense on the record. The concept of acquiescence by silence seldom, if ever, will apply when it comes to reviewing a record to determine to whom the adjournment should be attributed. When you are able to announce your readiness for trial upon the filing of a notice of compliance, the defense is permitted to challenge this statement you must be prepared to demonstrate to the court's satisfaction that you have properly complied with the pre-readiness requirements and are truly ready for trial. CCPL 3030, the new part of Subdivision 5. A significant issue that will certainly lead to litigation is your choosing to proceed to trial when you may not have all the potential evidence available to you at the time of your announcement of readiness. 
When the people have a significant amount of time charged to them in a particular case, you may determine that you would rather proceed to trial without all potential evidence, such as a witness that is simply not available, rather than risk the dismissal of a case for a violation of the speedy trial time limitations. As we noted at the outset, this is just the beginning of our attempt to bring you as much material as possible on the new statutes going into effect in 2020. Now, so many folks have already contributed a tremendous amount of material to the Prosecutor's Encyclopedia available to you to help you best prepare for and to anticipate unanticipated issues that will be happening in 2020. We hope that you will all take advantage of what already exists and, where possible, you contribute and help us to best inform all of the prosecutors in the state of how to best deal with the new statutes. Our thanks, as always, to our crack producer, Jonathan Marconi Crispino, who has been spending a great deal of time apple picking in this fabulous weather here in uptown, downtown Albany. To all of you out there, be well and stay ready, my friends. Oh, today is your birthday. And I wish you many, many, many more. Oh, today is a special day. One you never had before. I'll send you flowers by the hour. Candy and perfume. I'm gonna shower you, precious baby.